What could you do in a works car with works back up, you think, Frank? Sure. Take it handy and win every rally around. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome along to Crunching Gears, Season 2, Episode 4. In this episode, we mix things up, but where I interview two guests this week, we have William Creighton and John Armstrong. Two young guns from the island of Ireland, and they're taking on the Junior World Rally Championship this year. I started off by asking John about his early career. I'll let John take up the story from here. Yeah, that's right. Um, I guess we had good success in all track whenever we started doing that. Um, in the junior class, we won the championship a few times, and then we moved up into... Uh, a higher powered front wheel drive car in all track too and done pretty well at that so the we kind of started started out with my rallying just as seeing how it would go but i was doing quite well and then the focus quite quickly became on trying to progress as far as we could um and at the time we we saw the brc as the way to go because it was all front wheel drive at that time they had the ds3s and R2 Fiestas. Um, so I started off with the, the challenge part of that with the Fiesta ST. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was, it was just all about trying to prove that I could do it, if that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. whenever you start, start out with any sort of motorsport, you have no idea where you're going to be. Um, so it's always just trying to get your foot, foot up to the next level as such and see where your pace is at. And uh, thankfully... I've always been not too far away after, you know, a rally or so. I was mm-hmm. able to get onto the pace and, and show that I could drive at that level. So, yeah, yeah that, that's that's the the way the route we went. You know, we never we never really had any huge budgets or anything. It was always mm-hmm. just try mm-hmm. to do rallies at the level where we wanted to be, and it mm-hmm. all sort of snowballed from there. Yeah, um, and I suppose as well, too, when you're competing against other guys in R2s, they're, you know same similar levels of performance so uh, you know it's a driver that's making the difference rather than some guy that's got an extra 30 or 40 brake horsepower too as well so that's, well, that's it yeah you know all the junior stuff in ireland that at that point i guess was all you know modified honda civics and stuff and we always wanted to go down the homologated route with something that's built to specification um and you know we were always very meticulous because we ran the car ourselves so Mm -hmm. we wanted to get something that was homologated and something we could look after and just feel proud of as well you know run the cars because it was all Mm -hmm. family ran ran. so yeah that's sort of where it all started and then just snowballed from there just seeing where we were and got Mm -hmm. some good results and just tried to keep progressing up the ladder as such 
And like, uh, you know, the one event that always stands out to me was the Ulster Rally in 2013. Like, you know, you just, I know, yes, it was, you know, the roads were local to you, but to put in that performance in the first day, especially, was it the first or second stage you were fastest overall of all the British guys? And were you faster than the world cars or your know, second or third fastest overall? Something ridiculous anyway, in, in the face, you know? So. Yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit crazy, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I, it was, was my home rally very close to where i live but to be fair i didn't really know the roads or anything that that uh they were on um mm. i think i probably was driving to my notes but i know people probably won't believe me um mm. so yeah it was really really good that was sort of when i felt like i was showing my true potential and uh i'd struggled in t- 2013 at the start of the year just to get good results um because it was the year that daniel mckenna and Steve Rockland were in the championship, so we had really good competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess it just took me a while to learn how to drive that 1.6 R2. It was a little bit different than the ST Fiesta that we mm-hmm. drove the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was just getting better. And then that rally, everything just seemed to click. Um, mm-hmm. Had a new co-driver for that event too with Carl Atkinson um, on the notes and everything just seemed to flow really nicely. <laughs> and if anybody hasn't yeah. seen that in car go and watch the in car you know it's something else you know there's a few hairy moments in that in car <laughs> but, but it's just fantastic to watch you know it's one of them go-to in cars i really have to say you know so. yeah no proper stages up there too um obviously that i think that stage was was ran in raleigh ireland fard ross mm-hmm. as well um and there was stages like slock and glen which was also in raleigh ireland so there were proper stages and yeah, I was just enjoying it. I think mm-hmm. once everything clicks and falls in place, it's effortless to be that fast. It's so strange. You don't feel like you're right. you're on the limit or anything. Obviously you're having moments here and there, but you don't feel like you're doing anything special. Um mm-hmm. it just seems to be a certain window where the car setup is is perfect and your notes are good and you're in a nice rhythm. And the tire choice is good and everything has to just come together. And, um, you know, you might, it's actually really hard to, to get that feeling. Um, sometimes you have to force it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whenever you get into that nice rhythm, there's no better feeling. It's like you're almost subconscious. You know, you're just, yeah, you're just, just in the moment as such. Yeah, so. It's just effortless. Yeah. So it's just nice once you get into that, that zone. Brilliant. Brilliant. And William, um, you were carting uh, before you turned to rally in. Uh, you didn't go down the old track route, you were a curtain, but then in 2013, you, the Junior 1000 series started off, and you were in there. Um, wh- why was the change from curtain to rallying, or was that always the plan? Uh, I suppose a bit like John, you know, we didn't really have a, there wasn't a, a concrete plan from the beginning, and I think anyone who's in motorsport, they're they're seriously competitive, so it's always just try to get yourself into a campaign and try and win the campaign or try and be be as best as you can. Um, so we started in the in the carts and and that was really enjoyable racing at Knox Corner and Kirkerston and Bishop's Court and stuff like that. And then made the switch into the Junior One Thousand in uh, in twenty thirteen. Um, and and that was you know that's a great great starting point for any any girl or boy that that enjoys rallying and wants to get into it. Um, you know especially now with the the forestry uh, stuff that uh, is happening here in Ireland, you know, that's, that's a really good job. I wish, I wish there was that whenever I was starting, but um, 
Yeah, we, we did a full full season in 2014 in the British Championship and the Irish uh, Junior 1000, and we, we managed to win both of those. So that was that was that was probably one of the best years rallying I ever had. Um, yeah, really fun, pretty you much know. near perfect, wasn't it? You, like, I think you won, was it 10 or 11 events, wasn't it? You won overall um, a couple of seconds. Like, it was as good a year as you could have hoped for. Yeah, exactly. Like we hadn't, you know, we hadn't even started, you know, proper close road rallying. And I'm saying that was probably the best year's rallying I can remember. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we, we would go over on the on the ferry and travel to all these rallies. And it's just, you know, you're away for the weekend. And when you're getting results like we were, you know, most rallies we went to, it made it, it made it really enjoyable. And the car was ran by, by Harry Brown, who's a, just a, um, a local uh, mechanic here where I live and uh, he looked after looks after my dad's Lotus Cortina okay. uh, does a few events now because I'm sort of <laughs> I take up the rally budget but uh, it, uh, yeah th- that was a really enjoyable enjoyable uh, year rallying and then obviously we moved from that in 2015 into the homologated car but like John mm-hmm. we, we sort of looked at the options and, and what the best route to go and mm-hmm. the, the drive mulligated car the r2 class seemed to yeah. be the best thing for us okay. um, at that point it was a bit of a toss-up you know the r1 or the r2 but um i think i think we made the right decision going straight to the r2 car mm-hmm. and like what uh john for like 2015 then you know you come you t- took a step back almost to take a step forward you come back to do the northern Ireland championship the the road to wales was the the big thing that year and yourself and rob duggan like what a year again you know so well that's it i started that year with the the 208 r2 and we started off in the erc uh we went straight to rally lapaya in latvia on mm-hmm. the snow and we finished um fifth in the erc juniors which uh was a really good result but i think i was a bit naive going into that because it was my first time doing an international rally mm-hmm. uh first time on snow um so we weren't on the the front pace, but yeah, we got uh, we got a good result in the end up, mm-hmm. um, and then the the carried off forklift R two championship cropped up, and we said we'd start it and see how how we get on, um, and we went to Bishop's Court was round one, the single venue, and we we won that, and then uh, the Circuit of Ireland was round two of the ERC Junior and the carried off forklift um r2 championship mm-hmm. um and yeah that didn't play out too well uh mm-hmm. for us obviously fond memories of of being fastest on on day one and uh and leading the erc juniors mm-hmm. um uh but in the morning whenever you come out of service you're supposed to go straight across the road. So you come out of the, the service park. Okay. You go straight across the road to get your fuel, but there's also a tire check point. Uh-huh. We, we already had a full tank from the night before. Right. So we just went, we just went out right oh, without going in. Yeah. So we didn't get our tires checked, um, which gave us a five minute penalty, um, mm-hmm. which obviously ruined our, our rally we wanted to do well uh in the erc um mm-hmm. and then we had a, a bit of an issue with the the car um like a misfire uh that evening as we were doing the stages a super special stage in bam bridge i think 
Mm-hmm. Um, so then we just made the call that we didn't want to do any damage to the engine. Okay. Uh, but in hindsight, if we had have tried to maybe find a solution and carried on the next day, mm-hmm. we would have scored points in the carried off championship and probably won it. So it's things like that that when I look mm-hmm. back now, you definitely regret it. Um, but it was a brilliant year racing with, with Robert. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dugan and also Callum Devine whenever he got the, the Adam he That's was right, yes. really mm-hmm. fast then mm-hmm. um, so it was brilliant you know I think it really brought up my level uh, mm-hmm. of driving um, you know I was really having to push hard and, and give give my all and probably learn a lot along the way um, mm-hmm. racing Robert um, but I think I think some rallies were, were super close but every rally that I finished, I think I won. Um, there was another rally in, I think it was the Tyrone stages that I went off the road. Um, okay. We were having a, a crazy battle with Robert that day. We were like mm-hmm. switching the lead every couple of stages. Um, mm-hmm. And then I ran out of road. So <laughs> that didn't help either. So that plus the the retirement on the circuit of Ireland blew our chances. But um, it was still, it was brilliant like to, to have that in in Northern Ireland with so many, you know, top quality drivers competing, and uh, yeah. you know, William started that championship too, and done I think Straight. most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it, it was it was brilliant to see that, and I would like to see something like that again. You know, we don't absolutely have... because like it was getting international recognition. You know, there was people watching these results coming through, like the Motorsport News was covering it every. Every time there was an event, no, you know, it was it really was gathering great peace, wasn't it? And yeah, that's it. You know, there was so many good drivers, and there was a, a real good battle for the championship because I think Alan Smith in the C two was in the running too, going into the last rally mm-hmm. for the championship. Yeah. Um, and there was lots of people entering, so <laughs> yeah, we definitely need something like that in in Ireland or the Northern Ireland Championship again. Mm-hmm. Um. I know we we do we do have one in the Irish tarmac, but it's perhaps lacking in in you know a fully fleshed out field of of cars. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think R two R two or now called Rally Four is mm-hmm. is getting a bit expensive for for people starting out in their rally careers. So mm-hmm. um, perhaps something like the Rally Five category, the, the more yes. cup car. Um, mm-hmm. Spec Fiesta would be good to have a series like that in Ireland um, or the UK. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Stepping Stone I two I two Rally Four whatever for young drivers coming. Exactly, through. yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I do believe those cars can be upgraded into a full oh, Spec yeah. Rally Four. So right. yes. definitely makes sense, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't know what needs to be done for it to happen, but uh, we we need something. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's for sure. And like that, you know, yes, you didn't win the prize, but you still went on to go and do WRC Spain that year for your first tasted uh, WRC, uh, like probably a baptism of fire, but by the end, fastest on the power stage of all the competitors in R2 car. Nice way to finish off that weekend for you. Yeah, we went to Spain with the goal of, of trying to get a Vatnan Touch Award nomination, mm-hmm. um, which would get me a place in the D-Max shootout at the end of the year mm-hmm. so that was our goal um we went with the fiesta instead of the 208 because it was an m sport associated uh, uh prize so 
and um, we still had a fiesta r2 that we hired out so we took that to to catalonia and um yeah we, we got the nomination um which was fantastic it was brilliant to do my first wrc event in uh spain because I'd, I'd been to spain whenever i was younger i think twice to spectate okay so it was, it was so cool to go and actually do the rally then uh-huh. um but yeah i guess that was sort of a slight redemption on missing out on the prize for the the carried off uh forklift um r2 championship mm-hmm. we went to the the dmax shootout at the end of 2015 and i was up against really good competition you had the likes of uh gus Greensmith. um there was piles of really good drivers there was mm-hmm. uh bren reeves which was probably my strongest op- opposition because he was super fit in the um physical test that we done mm-hmm. well there was a, there was loads and loads of really good drivers at it but um you know i just done my best that i could in the, in the shootout uh the the physical part was tough mm-hmm. but i think i was probably in the top two or three uh in that and then we had you know like we were we were ranked on our media skills which mine probably actually wasn't that good back then but uh it must have been too bad. Um, <laughs> and then we went and done a driving exercise where Alvin Evans was in um, beside us in the passenger seat, just seeing how we how we were doing. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think Alvin obviously said I was, was the best because I think that's probably why um, I ended up getting the – or winning the shootout. Um, yes. So that gave me um, a scholarship of 50%. Uh, budget for the drive dmac um okay. yes. trophy in, in in the wrc in 2016 mm-hmm. um so yeah it, it definitely snowballed from there you know i wouldn't been able to go to world level probably without that mm-hmm. and then we started 2016 in in portugal um again it was just a matter of trying to see if we could get on to the pace and we were up against really good opposition like Oshin Price, Max Fattenen, uh, Gus Greensmith, uh, Bernardo Souza. There was a whole bunch mm-hmm. of boys that were fast that year. Um, but by the end of Portugal, uh, we got a faster stage time um, and we were roughly on the pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we went to Poland and somehow day one I was, I was leading. Um, I wasn't expecting that, but mm-hmm. everything just sort of worked again. Um, and then we ended Come up with that NSK thing. Everyone was just yeah, in, you're in the zone, such yeah, thing. yeah. The setup seemed to work and everything was just going well. Um, and then we end up winning that event. I think we had a bit of trouble on the Saturday and lost the lead. And then Oshin had a bit of bother on the Sunday, which gave us the lead back. So, mm-hmm. uh, we won that. And then, um, the rest of the year, we had a few incidents here and there on Finland. We rolled and, and retired. Germany on stage one we uh, had an argument with a tree <laughs> and lost lost the rear boot lid and my door was uh, was all banged in and everything and uh, but it was it was cool because then we went, we managed to get back to the service we got the car patched up and then we went and won two of the three stages in the afternoon and took a, a whole pile of time back out of washing and um, you know we're still battling for the lead after having issues which was right. yes. It's, it's funny. You don't want to do that, but when you grow up watching yeah. Colin McRae and uh, <laughs> him doing those sorts of yeah. things, it's nice to try and do it yourself. <laughs> but uh, 
yeah, I guess to fa- fast forward then, um, finishing third in, in Germany and then winning Spain, we got the, the two uh, R5 drives for the following mm-hmm. year. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's how that year went. Very good, very good. And uh, William, you were taking the step from junior rallying around this time up into the main field. Um, as, as John had mentioned there, you were kind of in that year too, the, the drive for Wales and all that. Was that a bit of a culture shock to see the speed that these guys was going at and the level you needed to push yourself to? Yeah, funny, it just seems like so long ago now. The 2015, my first closed road rally was the Jerome Stages. As John said there, you know, it was himself and uh, Rob Duggan. They were they were going hard as they could for, for the prize that year. So, yeah, it was, it was a baptism of fire straight into it um, to see the pace that those guys were at. I was just trying to trying to get the car through and, and stay on the road for my first rally, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was sort of that was the first proper taste of it, and I suppose never looked back since. You know, I seriously mm-hmm. enjoyed that rally, and after that, I just wanted to do as much as as much as we could, and and you know, I suppose starting starting there and, and watching those guys go like they were going, it, it gave you a good benchmark and it showed you how much you know what was possible, I suppose, and. You know what, what you could work towards, and okay. you know we were able to, to say look how, how many seconds a kilometer. Uh, it was quite a lot back then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we were off, and and um, yeah, it was it sort of come out of that first rally. Seriously excited to, to do as much as we could, but also we saw we saw how much improvement there could be, and, and what was possible in the little cars. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think the rest of 2015 we we stayed stayed around the island of Ireland and. Mm-hmm. Tried to do a couple of the Irish tarmac events and suppose, uh, you know, didn't realize how lucky I was. I was competing in iconic rallies. Um, went to Wexford at the end of the year and, and stuff like that, you know, big two day international events. So, yeah. what you would do to go and have a do one of those rallies in the current circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they were that was another, you know, fantastic first year and proper close road rallying and uh, definitely gained a lot of experience from. From jumping into such big events and mm-hmm. I suppose the fact that the two days you know you're able to get into it after the first day and and really you know work on things whereas if you were doing smaller rallies you know it, it maybe just doesn't bring you on as as much in a short space of time yeah the two uh, days you're able to tweak wee things try things out see if it works what well, doesn't work and... yeah for sure and you know you were doing you know bigger stages longer stages you know it was a two-day recce um we were obviously at that stage we we were on organizers pace notes and mm-hmm. it was all just part of the learning curve um but yeah uh, another really enjoyable year rallying and um it was in the 208 r2 which which was a great week car for us and um yeah it was it was really enjoyable that year yes and then going into 2016 you done the, isn't it 2016 you done the erc the circuit Ireland. And again, as John alluded to there, you're pushing yourself up against the cream of European guys as well as Irish guys. To be on that level too, it's, it's again, you know, showing where you're at, where you need to be as well. Yeah, the, the circuit was circuit was a really special event. It was based in the King's Hall in Belfast, which is right beside our family business. So mm-hmm. that was that was nice. And uh, yeah, it was a huge event of the ERC there, brought competitors from, you know, all over the world and yeah, again, it was another baptism of fire. We could see the, we could see the pace of those those guys, and um, 
it was a really tricky event. It was it was wet, and I remember uh, I remember seeing videos from the shakedown and stuff like that. You know, there was guys over the hedge everywhere. Yes. And, um, so again, like it was an event that we gained huge amount of experience from, and it uh, it was special. So um, yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to see the circuit back in some shape or form, or rally mm-hmm. Northern Ireland. That you know, yes. which is big social media at the minute. That fingers mm-hmm. crossed that can happen because. You know, we've got some seriously iconic stages here and uh, I think we could put on a really good show. Yeah, like, can you imagine the, the, the current World Rally Cars over Torhead or Hamilton's Folly or whatever? It's just would be out of this world, wouldn't it? You know, so yeah, I think I think it would be really, really cool, you know, and mm-hmm. to let a lot of the local drivers as well, you know, I'm sure everybody want an entry for that rally. And mm-hmm. uh, I think we've got we've got a good talent of drivers here, so it'd be mm-hmm. nice to, to see what you know some of the locals could do against uh, some of the big boys from, from traveling across from all over the world. But uh, yeah, 20, 2016 was good. We, we went and, and did a lot more, you know, rallies around Ireland. We did, you know, all big rallies again, which I'm grateful to have done and mm-hmm. hopefully I can do again in the future. Um, yes. we, had, we did Donegal and I think we had our first proper accident there. So that was, that was a good memory. That was an introduction to where I remember my we, we had the accident. My dad was actually doing the rally as well, so it's not great whenever you have to stand at the side of the road and oh, yeah, wait for uh, the historic three <laughs> and wait by him as he passes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mum had to come out with the with a trailer and, and scoop me and lay him up off the, <laughs> from the side of the road. But uh, yeah, again, you know, learn experience and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Donegal is Donegal, and yes. uh, I'm just I'm glad that we were able to compete in it, and uh, mm-hmm. say hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get another opportunity in the future. Yeah. And like, at this but stage, you still hadn't gravel. Ah, you, you still hadn't really in gravel really at this stage, had you? You know, it was late in that the 2016 yeah, sure. before you you went. It was a Greysdale stages and the Glens of Antrim was your baptism and them too on gravel. Yeah, we went to we went to Glens of Antrim, and that was actually in. John's Fiesta, run oh. by his brother Neil. So, um, small world, but uh, I think uh, halfway through 2016, we're starting to think, you know, at the end of each rally season, it's probably the most difficult part of the season because you're trying to think, what are we going to do next? Right. Um, obviously, you want to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we thought, I think we started to think, you know, what our options were, and BRC was the seemed to be the best option you know they had a class the, the juniors for the homologated r2 car so mm-hmm. that suited us well and it was at that stage opened a uh, whole variety of cars so we thought that we had to get onto the gravel as soon as possible to get a bit of get a bit of seat time in that um, mm-hmm. so that, that's why we did the cleanse and then from that we went to grysdale mm-hmm. uh, which uh, was was tricky but really enjoyable and how did you find the gravel the first time out like was it daunting or did you just it was it was obviously I'd never driven a car on on any loose surface so it was it was it was something completely different but I, I really did enjoy it I, I remember just after the two rounds thinking this is the most difficult thing ever you have to have the you have to gauge what what speed you have to enter the corner so you don't run out of road on, on the exit because no. you're just sliding all the way around it but um <laughs> yeah it was just it was an odd feeling but you know after those two rallies we quickly got used to it and uh, mm-hmm. I think you know obviously to be a quick uh, rally driver at whatever level uh, you want to get to, you have to be quick on both surfaces. So yes. it was important for us to 
to, mm-hmm. to move to the BRC because obviously it, it offered both asphalt and gravel. So that was that was one of the, the main reasons behind going to that championship. Okay, perfect, perfect. And uh, John, going into 2017, you alluded to there earlier, you had the, the prize drive in the, the R5 Fiesta. Like, did that just feel like all your Christmases come at once? Definitely. Um, to, to drive something like that at a board level is pretty cool. Um, but it was always it was always going to be daunting because uh, I was struggling at the time to do any other events because of, of budget. Mm-hmm. Um, but we managed to, to raise money to do the pre-event test on the Monday, which was very useful to just go and try different settings on the car and get used to it um, mm-hmm. on a, a stage that was representative of, of the event. Uh, whenever we started the event, we still weren't probably on... on well. That's the, that's the thing. I always, I always just want to get on the pace as quick as I, I could, and we weren't that close. Um, but then we were getting closer and closer as the rally went on. Um, we did have a bit of an issue on day one of Germany where uh, we, had, we had a brake issue that we had to retire um, from day one with. But then it was just a matter of seeing what sort of pace we could get on. So, yeah, we were just getting on to pretty good pace on the Saturday. And then this Sunday... Um, it seemed to suit the the DMAC tires that we we had. You know, we we had really good pace on the Sunday stages, um, and we were battling battling against really good drivers. Um, you know, likes of Timo Sunin and Eric Camille, Jan Kopecki, um, and Gus Greensmith. People like that that are all still at the top of WRC, and uh, to to be on the similar pace on my first ever rally in R five car was was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a shame I couldn't have, have built upon that year, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it all came to an end after that. As such, it sort of yes. feels like I'm starting my career all over again now. Um, mm-hmm. But it, you still obviously, you know everything that you've learned. But whenever you're out of the car for so long, you start wondering if you can still do it. And then you have to build up your speed again and stuff like yes. that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it would have been nice to build upon this, the promise the promising start that I had in R5, but um, just couldn't seem to open any avenues. And uh, yeah, then I had a year out in 2018, um, which I went off and done some esports stuff then. Uh, Becoming the world champion event as well, too. <laughs> you know, it's not your own, just you weren't just playing on it. You, you took it very serious for a year then, too, didn't you? Definitely. Yeah. I think I, I looked at it as a, a way to fill the void of, of not doing real life rallying and. You know, I've got a very competitive um, side to me, so definitely just brought that into the the gaming side too. And uh, yeah, we were, I mean, I was lucky enough to to come out as champion at, at the end of the final, and uh, it's pretty cool to be a champion in in something, mm-hmm. and especially in a in a sport that you love, even though it's virtual, it still feels very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. It's, it's brilliant to see sports continue to grow and grow. Um, and it's helped you open up a door. To, it's now your career as well. You know, yeah. it's become more than just something you've done at the weekends or whatever. It's become what you do. Yeah, that's it. I've always been really interested in gaming and obviously rally games from Colin McRae Rally. Whenever I think I was four or five, I started playing the first one. Um, I've just been, you know, playing all of Codemasters games throughout the years and a bunch of other racing games too. So I've always seen it as as a way to have a bit of fun, but also to, to train before real-life rallies. Um, 
and then 2018 was the first time i ever really started to do competitions on the virtual side um so yeah, it was cool to, to win the championship in 2018, but mm-hmm. it's it's very competitive, the, the esports side of things. You know, the, the guys can do lots and lots of practice and you have to try and do as much as what they're doing because um, there's no barrier to the sport in terms of, of money. So the next the next sort of thing that you have to compete with is uh, time. Um, right. Yes. And time is money, isn't it? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But yeah, it's, it's so cool that, something that i've always been interested in and you know you always i think whenever i was gonna leave school i was always dreaming of maybe being involved in the gaming industry if i if i couldn't make it as a rally driver um and you know it it ended up happening so it's really Mm -hmm. cool that that's my full-time job now is developing Mm -hmm. uh rally games with codemasters and uh yeah it's it's brilliant you know you're always doing something different um there's not two two days that are the same and um, i'm always learning stuff too which is which is great and getting more and more responsibility so mm-hmm. yeah i think it's 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 amazing and uh, very exciting the stuff that we get to work on um and obviously it's it's opened up uh me opportunities to get back into real rallying too so mm-hmm. yeah I've, I've had to to go away and sort of pioneer a, a return into the real life motorsport and um you know i'm just so thankful that i can make it happen mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely and we'll just, we'll just uh, cut across back over here to william again william like and that around that same period of time whenever john was kind of stepping back a wee bit you were stepping up you were going back then to, uh junior uh british rally championship your first year on gravel and as you said the mixture of gravel and tar but you pushed callum divine that year right to the very last round in Isle of Man. Like, you know, that was a brilliant year for you. Yeah, I would say since starting proper, you know, rallying after the juniors, that would be that'd be the next best year for us. Uh-huh. I said towards the end of 2016, we were gearing up to try and do a campaign at the JBRC. So, again, when you're starting a campaign like that, you know, have to manage your expectations and, and, and what you want to try and do but as John said we're all we're all seriously competitive so mm-hmm. uh, yeah we went to that year with with aims to do the best and but we didn't really think that it would be possible to, to compete up at the front but you know Callum was the same as well he went with I don't think he had a lot of too much experience in the no, gravel either so if you think about uh, it, yeah. for us mm-hmm. folks to go over there and put it up against you know the locals mm-hmm. Yeah, like so that. you know, it was it was it was good to go over there with mm-hmm. with Callum and 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 really have a good race for the championship. And as you said, it went down in uh, in demand. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was it, it was a good year, but unfortunately, we just missed out on it. Um, no, like, it must be heartbreaking that last stage or two, like knowing thirty grand was at stake. I think it was thirty grand, wasn't it? It was at stake. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it was a lot of money, um, mm-hmm. and I think we went into we went into one of the stages uh, in the dark at the Isle of Man, and we picked up a puncture. And the way it worked, it was it was split over. It was two two point scoring opportunities over the rally, so yes. uh, it um, we picked up the puncture, and we sort of just knew, you know, after that it, it was going to be a hard fight back. But mm-hmm. we uh, we didn't give up and gave it our best. But unfortunately, yeah, as I said, just just missed out on that one. But uh, Again, you know, Callum was had a bit of experience, a bit more experience than me going into that, and his pace, his pace definitely brought brought me on a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so you know great for the, for that and uh yeah i guess another another really enjoyable year rallying and but unfortunately it would have been nice just to to pick up that win because i think you know callum from there and then 2018 went to the jwrc so mm-hmm. um i suppose there's not not too much point thinking what could have been but uh, if we could have nicked that then maybe our whole maybe opened up doors there or we could have we could have had a year in them but um you know, maybe maybe that wasn't the right time and, and better now with that much more experience under our belt. Mm-hmm. And, and John, you were saying then that, you know, you had to reinvent your way of going rallying. So going into 2019, you got Codemaster and Thrust and all on board and went to Galway for the first round of the, the Irish Tournament Championship and an R5 Fiesta. Um, was there a, a plan in place for the year or was it just, was it just a strictly one-off drive and all at that time? Yeah, to to be honest, it was uh, a case of um, there was a bit of extra marketing budget available, you know, not a huge amount before the game was released. And the game, Dirt Rally 2.0, was released uh, at the end of February uh, 2019. So that's sort of how Galway came about. We thought it would be a nice exercise to help promote the game. Um and yeah, unfortunately, we weren't able to, to build upon that. It was a, a fantastic event, though. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, going to Ireland, it was a huge entry list uh, for the rally of R5 cars and, you know, huge crowds out in the stages. And I think it was something really cool to do. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we all really, really enjoyed it. And we got a pretty good result in the end up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I hadn't done any rallying in, in 2018. Um, I think, yeah, we're just getting back onto the pace as the rally went on. Um, and yeah, we're pretty happy with our pace towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're swapping settings with the likes of Craig Breen, Alistair Fisher, the Muffets, and that you're doing something right, aren't you? You know, like, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it was, it was, it was really nice to get back to it. And uh, I would have liked to have went to West Cork then and tried to see if we could build upon that, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just it wasn't wasn't to be, and uh, we weren't able to go down there. But Galway was was brilliant, you know, just battling over those stages and their iconic, you know, stages in Galway with the the narrow lanes, grass up the middle of the road, stone walls either side, and you're you're coming, you know, flat out in fifth gear. So it's brilliant, and uh, yeah, but you know, maybe we could have done a bit better on that rally. Um, we weren't too far away from Josh in the end up, but I think we made it. A slow start and um i wasn't a, i wasn't 100 happy with the car setup the whole rally um so that's just the way it went really we had a bit of a ding on uh the test before the rally which didn't mm-hmm. help too so mm-hmm. we went backwards up the road into a ditch for <laughs> for a second which yeah wasn't the best way to get back into into yes. it but mm-hmm. you know you have to try and find the limit and you know get comfortable but yes I uh, just, I think there's there's a lot more to rallying than just trying to drive as fast as what you can. Um, yes. There's other ways to unlock a bit of speed, and I think that's the things you have to learn over the years, and okay. just the way it is. But yeah, it was it was cool to get back back out, and then we done the down rally uh, towards the, or yeah in the summer of 2019, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which obviously went pretty well winning the, the event, which yeah. which was cool. And easy for yourself, Baylor, there, did you? you know? so you no, got and dropped over a minute, and still, like, in a one-day rally, 
normally if you draw at the minute, that's it. You shouldn't even be, you know, you shouldn't be looking at getting 21 again, but you never give up. You just, I think it really inspired you to push on harder again. Yeah, well, I think, you know, Johnny Greer was was going really well in the first couple of stages, and then he retired with a gearbox issue, which opened up the opportunity to, to come back whenever we did get the, the puncher. Um, it meant that we... If we were trying to hunt down Johnny, it probably wouldn't happen. So mm-hmm. um, the fact that he retired allowed us to, to achieve the rally win. I think similar story for Marion Evans that got a double puncher, um, opened up the opportunity to win the rally. So mm-hmm. it was it was still, you know, thrilling to, to get the puncher and then come back and, you know, you're battling for to take seconds off the leaders on every stage. And mm-hmm. but just to, to drive something to to drive a WRC car over the likes of Hamilton's Folly is, is unbelievable. The way that those cars fly in over the jumps is, is crazy. So, yeah, it was a, a dream come true that day, to be honest. It was uh, it was brilliant and uh, something I always remember fondly. Yeah, and, like, you know, I was sitting with uh, William earlier, like, you know, if uh, Rally Northern Ireland happened next year, like, you have to imagine what the, you know, one of the first names wrote down that, list of stages is going to have to be Hamilton's Folly. It's, it's iconic, really, isn't it? It's, I think it's been described as Finland on tar, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's it. You know, if you go to Hamilton's Folly and then you go to Tor Head, it's, uh, it's bonkers, you know, in a, in a world car, the way they're going to fly out over the crests and you have to get your lines right, the same mm-hmm. as Oyen in Finland. You have to get your lines right over all the crests where you're going to leave the road. So, um, yeah, it'll be something else if we can bring it to to Northern Ireland I hope it, it happens I know Bobby's working really hard on it so it'll be something special to to do our um to do a rally in in the WRC in Ireland to actually compete would be unbelievable for the likes of me and William um you know we were only young boys whenever Rally Ireland came in 07 09 and we we're standing at the side of the road probably watching well I was don't know who William but I, I was standing at the side of the road and you you know if we were old enough then we would have probably would have done the rally so yes. it'll be our chance to try and do it so hopefully it mm-hmm. does happen yeah and we should mention at this point there's a, a survey online um i put the link and and below for the podcast but please people get on there and show that uh tourism the tourism board what rallying means to the people and hopefully fingers crossed all been well we get the, the event here next year it would be phenomenal won't it? you know so um, but I suppose then, when coronavirus kicked in, you had started, you know, in Sweden, didn't go particularly well, and then this dreaded bug hit. Like, every cloud has a silver lining. You went into back into the virtual world again, and that seemed to be a huge success for you last year. Yeah, um, you know, whenever lockdown hit the world, I think everyone who done real-life motorsport turned to the virtual counterpart, and... Uh, yeah, whether you're a circuit racing driver, you're going to play the likes of, of iRacing or a set of Corsa. And if you're a rally driver, you're going to play Dirt Rally 2.0. And, you know, seen loads and loads of rally drivers just buying simulators because they couldn't do it in real life. So, <laughs> yeah, it was really fun to do some of the, the cool events that were happening um, mm-hmm. and also start doing live streaming, um, which I never done prior to that. So, um, which is, is really popular now uh, mm-hmm. on my YouTube channel. You know, get probably what 50, 70 people watching me every time I, I do a live stream now, which is yes. is is 
plenty for me it's just cool to hang out with people that just want to you know mm-hmm. watch you drive and and chat with you so i find it a really nice way to um just build a community around uh, the game and also my rallying and, and try to get people who are interested in virtual um rally driving interested in the real sport too so um yeah it just all s- snowballed from there really then with trying to get plans to go back into real rallying again um mm-hmm. Obviously, when the Junior WRC was starting up uh, in Estonia again last year in 2020, I was trying to see if I could go and do that rally. Um, and that, that was when I started working with the marketing team in Codemasters to see what we could do. And uh, it became quite clear at that point then that it was better to focus on just doing a fresh campaign with them um, supporting it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's where all began and it's been a lot of work since then just trying to get everything um approved and uh over the line as such and uh yeah it's it's all happening but it's definitely you know a lot of work trying to um just show that real life uh marketing in real life motorsport is worthwhile in in current times because you know there's so many ways that companies can spend their money now in mm-hmm. online advertising influencers yes. um everything so i think mm-hmm. that's why i try to focus on building a bit bit more of a online following too um is because i know how much um that is valued uh, nowadays whenever companies are looking to spend their marketing budget yes um it's what you, know, you can give to them as much as what they can give to you. Yeah, you that's it. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're not they're interested in what reach they can get and how many eyeballs can mm-hmm. can see their marketing slogan or campaign or logo, whatever. Yes. It's it's less about the result, it's more about what you can do for them, what you mm-hmm. can provide them. So yeah, what visibility um, you can bring to them. So, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And it's something that I'm learning as I go along and uh you know, thankfully, I've I've got support now from um, people within the the marketing team in Codemasters that that see the benefit and think it's it's really cool what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we 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 just have to you know keep at it really and just try mm-hmm. to make sure that we're showing um, its full true potential and uh, that it is worth um, putting their money into a real life rally campaign instead of or you know that's what i'm competing against is yes. is them spend money on youtubers or whatever yes um and yeah i, I suppose there's a fine line there isn't it because like they said then when colin mccray went to america they were shocked that he was a a, a real life man as such you know? yeah just a that's it game, you know so yeah that's it, it. the game the gaming industry is massive on its own um mm-hmm. but for for us who are you know you know we love rallying we love motorsport it makes total sense to me and you and mm-hmm. everyone in the motorsport industry that uh the best rally game developer would be involved in sponsoring some form of real yes. uh rally team so mm-hmm. um but uh, then of course you know the people the people that are in uh these companies not they don't always they're not always true um rally fans they're more business yes. type people that just know what works what works and what doesn't work in a business and uh yeah it's just uh sometimes you have to 
just uh, reel them in and educate them a little bit and just try to make them fall in love with it as much as what we do. Mm-hmm. Like I always think, you know, if you get somebody that doesn't know anything about rallying, strap them into a rally car, take them through a stage and let them feel that adrenaline buzz. Like I have seen different people step out of a car and go, I, I never understood it until now really, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's totally different once you get mm-hmm. into the passenger seat. Like it's, yeah. it's mind-blowing. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely more scary than being behind the wheel that's for sure so it it can it can really enlighten people yes (laughs) so william we'll go back to you then now for a few um 2019 back to the junior uh brc again and uh josh mcgrillian this time was your main competition Uh, yourself and josh had some great competition that year like he finished third overall in the british championship you were fifth overall like in, in your r2 cars phenomenal year yeah, another year in the in the JBRC, and say, you know, going against uh, uh, Alexa Josh, and yeah, Josh is seriously quick driver, and it was another year that went down down to the last rally. Um, unfortunately, I think it was the Ulster. Uh, we just, I don't think we were the only person, but we went through a through a bit of a gate. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I had to retire because we, we punctured the radiator. But um, yeah, it. Uh, the JBRC has sort of has been a bit of a monkey on my back. We went back in 2019 because we were so close in 17 and then had another go at it in 18. Mm-hmm. And we just, we didn't want to let it go. And we, we really wanted that title. So, um, but unfortunately we just, we, we, we lost out to Josh uh, at the end. Um, and then that year as well, we were, we were doing the Irish Tarmac Championship. So mm-hmm. that was another one that uh, had slipped away the year before. So it was nice to get, to get full points at that and, and yes. pick up that, that uh, championship um mm-hmm. and then i think the end of end of 2019 we we managed we got the opportunity to take um the dgm r5 fiesta to the tyrone stages yes uh, and that was uh that was pretty special mm-hmm. um it's a it's a nice rally so it is um up there and the the you know for anyone that, that hasn't driven an r5 um <laughs> or anyone has it's 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 something really special and hopefully we'll be able to get another spin uh, in one in the future but uh we didn't have much experience in in any of those cars so to go there we went the year before as well in a in a yes, ds mm-hmm. and we were second overall Derek mcgarty won the rally so uh it was kind of one that when it was coming around again in 2019 the opportunity came up and we thought yeah, definitely. We should we should try and make it happen. So, mm-hmm. unfortunately, we didn't go one better, but we were we were third overall. So, that was nice uh, to finish off the year. Especially, you know, it was it was uh, difficult after we we were so close to winning the JBRC again, but we just uh, mm-hmm. we just didn't get it. Um, sort of finish off the year in a, in a rally in an R five was uh, it kept kept the hunger for the following year. Yeah, that's for sure. And like yeah, and you got uh, back on them from Motorsport Ireland then for 2020 then as well, which you know was going to you know all things being equal was going to help you lift you to the next level again then going into 2021. But as we've said, the the, the dreaded coronavirus decided to uh, deal in all deal us all a, a bad hand. But you went over to rally the Roma Capital and the Fiesta, but it, it didn't go according to plan, really, did it? Yeah, well, after 2019, again, we we tried to, we thought, what's the bigger picture and, and where do we want to try and get to? And JWRC was the was the aim. That's mm-hmm. where we, we wanted to get to. Um, 
so to try and make that happen, we thought that if we could pick up the the, the British Championship, uh, it offered a prize. The juniors offered a prize for funding to go towards the JWRC. So that was the plan. Um, and in 2020, they switched uh, to a one make series for the juniors. Mm-hmm. So we had been in a two eight or two for quite a few years since I started. Um, so I was I was well used to that and, and got on really well with that car. But uh, obviously we, we made the switch then to the Fiesta, and we we that was that was a big effort for from everybody involved, you know, to make that happen in such a short space of time. And okay. and and we, we were we were glad to make it happen. And, and the Camry started really well, and we won that round. But as you say, unfortunately, that mm-hmm. was the end of that championship because of uh, coronavirus. So we we thought during the year, you know, what what we could do and. The opportunity came up to go to Rally de Roma, uh, so we went there. That was uh, part of the ERC and probably the most amazing experience that I've I've had. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we for for the rally at uh, ceremonial start was uh, in Rome itself, and we had a police escort uh, round the around the town, and you were driving past the Colosseum. So <laughs> I, I I turned the in car on just for the ceremonial start, which I've yeah. never done before. Uh-huh. Uh, so I have that footage. Um, but yeah, that that was a, a really amazing experience. And mm-hmm. you're up against some top drivers, like say Ken Torn, um, who drivers who because there was little rallies happening at that stage uh, yes. had moved to the ERC. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're you're up against guys who would have been doing the JWRC. Uh, so that was that was nice to be able to see what the pace was and. Of course, it was it was extremely quick, and it was nice to try and, but like at the touring stages, putting your putting yourself up against John and mm-hmm. and Rob. But uh, it uh, unfortunately there, there was a problem with the car on the second day, an electrical issue that uh, it kept cutting out. So uh, eventually, it, it cut out, and we couldn't get the car started again. But uh, as I said, an amazing experience. You know, if the opportunity ever arose again, I would one hundred percent go back to Rome. Um, mm-hmm. The stages are some are like stages we have here and then others are you know wide fast mm-hmm. smooth roads mm-hmm. so uh yeah you that, that the pace good. there too you, you know you were setting top three times so you settled in well to the yeah. stages we did the the way the rc works you go into shakedown and you get three runs at it and then the third runs your qualifying time so okay. i was going into the, i think the first pass of the shakedown or something like 20 seconds off the pace which is quite a lot considering it was a short short stage um and then going into the first stage we uh, i think we were maybe only like 15 16 seconds off the quickest time um and we, we caught a car which which held us up a little bit so uh, it was it was better than i thought that it was going to be coming mm-hmm. out of the first stage and yes. yeah we kept at it we, i think we were second or third uh, junior coming into service um mm. which was positive uh but uh unfortunately i think there was a puncture in the next loop that that kicked things off and then from then just a couple of electrical gremlins started to come into the car so nice. we didn't get finished but as i say an amazing experience fighting against the best drivers in that class at the time mm-hmm. so uh something that i think will will uh stand towards us when we start this uh championship this year mm-hmm. yeah for sure for sure so 2021 is coming at us so you've announced you're going to do the junior world rally championship this year like as is that part of a like a two three year plan, or have you thought that far ahead? Or? Yeah, in rallying, you definitely have to have a strategy, whether it be two, three, four, five year plan. But of course, you know, 
it's difficult to do that in rallying or any form of motorsport with mm-hmm. budget and different reasons. But yeah, I think I'm the only driver this year uh, to start that hasn't started the championship before. So I think I've got to be realistic. Um, obviously, I'm preparing as hard as I can and I'll try and do the best I can. But you need to look at the, the long term strategy and uh, try and get to the finish of all these rallies, gain the experience and try and just focusing on my myself and try and improve stage by stage, rally by rally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, we'll look towards the end of the year with the likes of Ypres and stuff, which we've done before. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully by that that stage, we'll have, we'll get into the swing of things and definitely be be trying to uh, put in a good result there. But um, yeah, as I say, it's you have to be re- realistic and manage expectations, but uh I'll be looking at the, the quickest times and, and trying to gauge myself from that and what I can do to, to get to that point and mm-hmm. how, what's the quickest route to get to that, that point. Yeah. And like if there, if, if there was ever such a thing as a, maybe, you know, a good year to do it, like everybody's going to be coming into this year that wee bit colder than they would be normally. They're not all out doing, you know, 10, 12 events last year. They're all coming in with less seat time and things. So, you know, that, that's going to play into your hands as well. Yeah, of course. Um, but then I think at the same time, you know, as John touched on earlier, you once you once you can drive a car at a certain speed or you get to that point, whether you're out of it for a year or six months, you know, it it uh, it's always there and it maybe just takes a bit of time to get built back up. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's the world championship. It's it's amazing to be able to say that I'm competing in that level of sport, you know. So mm-hmm. it's, it's super exciting, and I'm I'm really grateful for. For all the people that are making it happen, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're going to be competing against world level drivers, and the pace is, of course, you know, I'm, uh, I've, I'm well aware of what the pace is going to be, and that it's going to be extremely quick. But yeah, I'm ready for it. As John said, you know, it's it's a lot more than just setting setting stage times. Yes. Um, try to learn as much as I can, and, and just soak it all up, and mm-hmm. enjoy the experience, and and see what's possible. And, and obviously you've been working on your fitness levels and all that too to get yourself to that level too like it's it's not just you know it's not just the time spent in the car it's the whole other package your fitness you know your relationship with Liam you know everything has to be stepped up a level too doesn't it yeah for sure we've um we've been working really hard been seriously grateful for the likes of the, the Moorsport Iron Rally Academy over over the last while because I mean lockdown there's uh, little little rallies happening and They've they've kept us focused, and we're we're working on our fitness and our mental and physical fitness. Working well with Alan Harry and stuff like that. So, it uh, hopefully that that'll benefit us in, in these rallies coming up. They're you know they're huge events. You'll be up late at night working on footage from the recce and things like that, and then up at the crack of dawn to to do a hard day's rallying. So, mm-hmm. you got to be prepared for that. And yeah, I'm, I've probably never been as fit in terms of my physical strength and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm just looking forward to get started. And as I said, seriously grateful for everybody that's made it happen. And it's, uh, you're looking against some of the guys you're going to be up against. And, you know, I, I don't know them personally, apart from John, really. Yes. Um, just read about them and, you know, seen their social media and stuff like that. So it'll be, mm-hmm. it'll be nice to go and meet new people and hopefully make contacts that you'll have for, you know, quite a few years. And John, just there, you know, William touched on it. You know, it's this whole everyone. It's not just the, the the relationship in the car. It's all the other bits and pieces. Like, 
there's bound to be a wee part of you a bit envious of, you know, the likes of Callum and William and uh, even Josh McLean there, who has this Motorsport Ireland backing. You missed out on that. Would you love to be a part of all that as well? Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, I think it's fantastic. Um, that's something that every driver dreams of is to be part of a support program that supports you in every way possible. Of course, there's financial support too, which is um, crucial in mm-hmm. all forms of motorsport. So uh, the, the guys are doing a fantastic job and it's really great to see. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah, I think I'm too old now to, to be part of it. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, me, the likes of Robert Duggan and, and drivers like that probably, you know, just missed the boat with, with something like this. And, yes. uh, yeah, you know, Ireland as, a, as a, a country, as a whole, you know, we're so passionate about rallying. So for, for us to have a, a proper um, program like this that's trying to support the best drivers and put them to international level and, and try and, do the best that they can it's, it's brilliant so mm-hmm. um yeah it's a, it, it's it's tough at, at uh international level um you know things have to go your way and it, you have to have a bit of luck too and um you know there's such a, a diverse range of events and stages and challenges that you have to face throughout a year and you do have to learn as you go along and try to figure out how you can do better the next time you face something that you faced in a previous rally and you know you do start to learn as you go along and pick Mm -hmm. things up but um you know you're definitely up against it with with some of uh some of the drivers that you know perhaps do more practice rallies or you know do more testing or whatever but um I think if you're, if you go about it the right way and just try to do your own thing and focus on yourself, like, like William said, and just do your own thing, then that's the best um, method with, with these championships because anything can happen. And uh, yeah, you can yeah. affect what the other drivers do and you have to concentrate on yourself and what, what you can bring out the maximum out of yourself and the team. And yeah. Yeah. And that's it. You know, you just have to focus on doing the best that you can with what you have. Um, you might not have, what other drivers have, but you just have to play to your strengths and see mm-hmm. what you can do. Um, I think, uh, as Robert Reed was saying about Richard Burns, like he just had the mentality that if he'd done everything right, then no one would beat him. So, you know, in one way, it's sort of almost like you're just racing the clock. So you just have to focus on yourself and um, try to do the best that you can do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a super cool championship. You know, it's it's totally different than anything else. You're all in, all your competitors are pushed in your face as such. You have to, you have to be friends with them. Um, yes. No matter whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. they're they're going to be at every service halt, and you're all going to be in the one place, uh, eating food and and doing all the activities. Sitting around that, the table beside them. <laughs> yeah. So, it is something different. Something you. I don't know. Personally, I like to just sort of focus on on the rally, and mm-hmm. sometimes I think maybe I'm just a bit, uh, maybe not that sociable. But I think every driver is a bit like that at times. You know, you yes. just want to focus on the next stage and think about what the conditions might be and make your tire choice and and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So um, it can be difficult, but it's fantastic championship. Uh, 
you know, M Sport Poland are a great bunch and the the cars are turned out really nicely, you know, they're like they're like brand new cars every rally. You hop into them, it's like you're in a factory rally four car, um, essentially. So it's definitely a brilliant way to go rallying and uh in current times with um coronavirus and Brexit, you know, things logistically are so hard. So um only having to worry about yourself and you and your co-driver getting to the events and yes. and just rocking up and driving that's mm-hmm. brilliant so i think it's it's a great championship for the current times that we're in and there's a brilliant prize on offer which we all want to win so oh, um yeah we're all just focused on trying to do the best we can i think when you're mm-hmm. at that level and everyone's very professional you're taking everything serious your fitness you know your preparation and uh everything that you can do to do the best that you can and this year i suppose you have to be targeting the title this year yeah but i mean same as william said i have to be realistic you know i haven't been in a full season of rallying since 2016 so it's uh it's been a while but um you know you just have to do your best and try to get into a good uh, rhythm through your campaign and uh, build upon your results from one rally to another. Um, you know, I think it's it's good that we're starting with a tarmac round for me and William because it's probably our preferred surface. Okay. Although we're we're quick on gravel too. You know, that's what we've grown up on is is tarmac mm-hmm. and Irish tarmac. So yes. it'll give us a bit of confidence from mm-hmm. the get go. Um, and as Croatia, would the roads be similar to Irish? Have you seen anything from it? They're a bit like the Czech Republic, um, from what I've seen. So that's good for William. He's just he just came <laughs> back from there. <laughs> um, so yeah, they look like good stages, but also challenging. Um, mm-hmm. Could be a bit of uh, slippy, slippy parts, you know, with leaves and and whatnot. But um, it looks like a brilliant rally. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I think. With the rally four cars, it'll be really nice on that surface. Um, and then, yeah, the championship gets more difficult from there. You know, Portugal's a very rough, sandy um, rally that anything can happen on. But mm-hmm. at that level, everyone's just going at it. You know, you, you, you can get left behind quite quickly. But then at the same time, you have to be aware that people are going to run into um, bother and get punctures and, and whatnot. So it's a bit more like... An endurance um event those ones mm-hmm. um then when you go somewhere like estonia it's less rough and it's more high speed um so yeah it's uh it's a good looking championship so mm-hmm. let's just look a little up. mix of everything in there you know there's gravel tar high speed as you say kind of like the, the portugal is that it's kind of very endurance and then you go to uh belgium ypres like again a very specialized event too so it's there's a real mix for everybody in it's, it's fascinating just looking forward to it and then this year uh, Spain's completely tar this year isn't it yeah Spain's completely tarmac this year um, and the roads there are very wide and smooth um, which can be quite tricky to make your pace notes on I, I always find um, you've got so much road to play with and Obviously, what people forget is whenever we're wrecking it, we're still facing oncoming traffic. So it can be difficult to pick your line through um, through the recce and just figure out, you know, how fast you can go through corners and what you need to, to call each corner and, and whatnot. But um, 
yeah, there's some fantastic rallies this year, so it'll be enjoyable no matter where we finish. I think mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the, you have to enjoy it. That's the number one thing. Yeah, but for sure, for sure. Um, whenever everything's going well and you're enjoying it, then the times will come. Mm-hmm. And William, uh, you were saying there, you're you know you're looking at the, towards the end of the season for Belgium and like Spain. Would that be another one that you would see that might suit you as well with the curtain experience in your background, like them wide roads? No, would that be something that you'd be thinking along the lines of? Yeah. Again, as John said, I think one of the trickiest things would definitely be there is trying to make your pace notes. Um, it's definitely it's, it's hard anytime you're on a on a wide road that that's not closed just to get lines and stuff during the recce to see, uh, you know, how you can grade the corner and, and what speed that you think you can take uh, around the corner and a uh, bit of a gambling match maybe sometimes uh, mm-hmm. that could pay off or. Um, not end so well but yeah again whenever i'm not trying to pinpoint specific rallies that i want to get specific results on Mm -hmm. um it's just try and go as fast as i can uh with with getting to the end of all these rallies and don't said there's so much more to it they're huge events you need Mm -hmm. to be physically and mentally fit and uh pace notes have to be perfect uh there's there's just there's 101 different things that i'm sure that can play into to getting a result um reliability uh, as, as john said you know there's there's going to be a lot of rough events um especially after the time all the world championship cars the, the world uh, rally cars we've got three and mm-hmm. uh, the rally four cars get there it, it might be quite tricky to to pick a line and, and avoid you know rocks and things like that mm-hmm. but uh yeah as i said go as fast as we can and 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 just keep building the speed and uh see what we can achieve really yeah and like are you looking are you are you looking at the other drivers seeing you know i'm not comparing yourself to such and such or whatever or is it going to be kind of like john says just focus on yourself you know drive to your limits and go as fast as you can and not yeah, worry too much I, about the others i'm i'm extremely competitive so uh I, i'm i'm not uh i'm sure that after the first stage i'll be looking at the quickest time and, and seeing how how, how far or uh, what what the gap is and, and just trying to improve in that always always looking at the top and trying to get to the top mm-hmm. uh, so that'll be it's just comparing yourself and, and trying to trying to close that gap and do the best I can do really and, and drive as quick as I can mm-hmm. so like I suppose really what is is the the dream to one like around this year won the championship or what's your what's your thoughts on this year really yeah, the, the prize that the championship has on offer is, mm-hmm. is amazing. And that's really the next, it's a stepping stone, you know, mm-hmm. to get to the to the R5 route. And then from that, it's another stepping stone. So yes. it, uh, to do that, you have to win the championship. And to, to win the championship, you have to win the rallies. So yeah. uh, that's what I'm going to be looking at is how can you, how can we win the events? But mm-hmm. uh, have to be realistic, you know, how soon is that achievable? Uh, how long will it take to build the pace and stuff like that? So it uh, as I think is at Martin Sesks. I think this is his third year at it. So you can see what it what it takes to try and win a championship like this. There's uh, it's huge events and there's just so many different factors that can that can make things happen. So you got to be ready for the unexpected. I think and just you know if if it's difficult, try and keep your head up and just keep plugging away and try and improving. And it's I think there's going to be there's going to be a lot of things that will happen throughout the year that will work for you and work against you, but yeah. just try and do the best you can. Yeah, I keep a steady head, you know, from things that's not going well, know that there's, you know, 
this is it's a one-off thing. Be able to put it behind you and then you know step up again when, when you need to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And as John said, I'm going to try and do the best I can, but we're also going to try and enjoy it as much as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an amazing experience. We saying that we're going to a world sporting event that's going all over the world. So mm -hmm. it's uh, yeah, I, I don't really, you know, it's it's hard to think that it's actually happening and it's been a lot of hard work to make it possible so I say extremely grateful for that and just super excited to get to Croatia and, and get in amongst the buzz and meet all the guys at M Sport Pool and meet the other drivers and just soak it up and learn and take on the experience. Yeah like you know as John alluded to there it's you know it's this having to sit down with these guys that you're out in the stages trying to take every second off them and then having to sit and have your lunch with them and smile across the table at them. <laughs> so it's, it's going to take a wee bit yeah, of getting used to as well, it, isn't it? <laughs> everybody's in the same boat. They're all mm -hmm. rally drivers. They're all seriously competitive. So, uh, yeah, just I'll just be trying to focus on, on myself and try and do what, what we can and just keep improving. And uh, But, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be cool to be working with M Sport. Um, mm -hmm. It was nice, John mentioned there we were in uh, Czech Republic to do a rally there, which was which was really good. And I've been running with DGM for the last couple of years, uh, whenever I've been rallying here. So it was yeah. nice to go and run with a new team. I've been treated so well at DGM that uh, I've got a good relationship there. And to now go and work with new engineers and how I need to communicate with these guys and to explain what I want to change in the car and what suits me and get the best out of the team. So mm -hmm. that's that's another element of it that, that needs to work for you. And it's going to be something that I'll learn throughout the year. And um, yeah, just ex excited. Yes. Well, William, as I say, thank you very much. I'm, like, I'm over the moon that, you know, this island of like whatever six million people has produced two young guys going on out there now to take on the world. And John, I, you know, um, the opportunity is there for the two. Yes. I just hope the pair of you grab it with both hands and thanks for taking the time tonight to, to join us and for having to take the time to look back at your career and looking forward to this year and seeing what happens on the stages. Cheers, thank, thank you. you. That was John Armstrong, William Crichton and myself, Kevin Glendinning, talking rally. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you enjoyed it, can you please like and share across all social media platforms? And if you're listening to Apple Podcast, can you please rate the podcast? It would be greatly appreciated. Until the next time, take care, speak soon, and bye.